Hello, my name's Robbie Armfield, and this is Robbie's Modern Life on FBI Radio, 94.5 FM, streaming online, back on the podcast. Such a pleasure to have your company. We've got an incredible show for you today. But first, I'd like to introduce you to my colourful co-hosts. To my left is political analyst Mitchell JC, a powerhouse thinker able to draw connections you wouldn't even dream about in a million years. Astute, concise, warm-hearted. We're delighted to have Mitchell joining us for the entire hour of programming today. Thanks for being with us. A round of applause for Mitchell JC. G'day, Mitch. How's things? Thanks, Robbie. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, things are great. <laughs> Just happy to be on the show. And further to my left is columnist, auteur, satirist, and recent father of twins, Mr. Bernie Bolgi. When it comes to matters of public concern, Bernie is there with a pen in one hand and a sword in the other. Dangerous ideas and dangerous execution. He'll be joining us for the first two segments of today's show, and we're incredibly lucky to share his company. A round of applause for Bernie Bolgi. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. It's a wonder to have you here for the first two segments of the show, Bernie. How's things? Things are going well, yeah. I'm super excited to be just throwing my hat in the ring for the first two segments, and then we'll see where it goes from there. Amazing. And directly in front of you is the queen of crosswords herself, Miss Sophie Gordon. Lateral thinking is her middle name, and she's flaunted this skill at the world's most prestigious seated gaming conventions. If you're unlucky enough to be sat down with her in a game of checkers, you'll wish you were never born. She's Sophie Gordon. A round of applause. Hey, Sophie. In fact, we actually just finished a cryptic crossword puzzle with you. That was the most incredible help. Thanks for that. And we've got you for the whole hour today. How are you feeling? Yes, I'm excited. (laughs) Right here on FBI Radio. So what's been going on, guys? There's a lot going on in politics. Bernie, how are you feeling about things right now? How are you feeling? I finally got the courage to ask this girl kind of like on a date. Uh, scheduled after lockdown ends, of course. <laughs> oh, nice. Bernie, how did it go, man? Well, uh, funnily enough, I've got a clip of it. I've got it here. It's super exciting. Oh, my God. You've got a clip for us right here. You recorded the convo with it? Yeah, I recorded the conversation. You know, I've got to keep my radio hat on. There could be some good content in the conversation. Anyway, it's fine. She uh, she didn't know I was recording, so it's all good. Um how yeah, is that all, all good? I don't know. Are we allowed to? Oh, well, yeah. She's got no clue that she probably doesn't even listen to this. So it's fine. Anyway, here's the clip. Uh, yeah, me getting enough courage. It's a bit, uh, bit of a milestone. So here it is. So after it came out, he pretty much disowned the film. In, in some cuts, he's credited as Alan Smithy instead of David Lynch. How funny is that? Um, yeah, it's funny. So... Yeah, it's been a long time coming. I think a lot of people are looking forward to this version because it seems to be like more faithful to the books. It seems to just channel the inner story more properly and it's going to be bigger. I reckon it's going to be like, it's, it's a thing you have to see in cinemas to believe really. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, you're, you're pretty chill. I was wondering maybe like you'd want to go... Uh, you'd like want to meet up after lockdown ends or something. Oh, um, maybe. Yeah. Sick. All right. Well, he's hoping lockdown eventually ends. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. If it like, 
If it ends. Mm. You're pretty chill. Yeah, I guess. I guess so. <laughs> anyway, I'll. Uh, I guess I'll call you. Do you want? Okay. Um. All right. Okay, I'll talk to you later. All right. Oh man, Bernie. Cringe. What? Oh man, that was that's awesome, man. I'm so happy right. for you. Thanks. Good yeah, I'm you, looking Bernie. forward to the end of lockdown if it ever happens, so we can finally meet up. But uh, I'm already starting to think about like where you know where we might go, something mm. like that. Yeah. Where are, you, where are you thinking of taking her after lockdown ends? <sighs> uh, there's like so many. Maybe out for dinner somewhere. Mm. Um, I don't know, Thai restaurant or something cool. might be nice. It takes a lot of courage to do that. She, um, good on you. Yeah, where did you meet her, man? Oh, on a on a dating dating website. Obviously, it's it's kind of hard with lockdowns. Yeah, on a yeah. dating website. So oh, it must yeah. be rough. Hey, we've got some super, super incredible stuff coming up. But first, let's jump straight into a song here. Got about 15 minutes left with you on the show, just about. So stick around. Uh, but first, here's a song to get you there. We've got a song here to get you to the other stuff we're going to do. Uh, but first, here's a song Robbie's Modern Life FDR Ready. Night is on Tuesday the 10th of August and is compulsory for every Australian. The census is the most comprehensive snapshot of the country and tells the story of how we are changing. It includes around 10 million households and over 25 million people. The census gathers important information on a number of different subjects, including household demographics, income, religious beliefs, education and employment. The answers help the government decide where money should be invested in healthcare, community services, public transport and infrastructure. It's compulsory, and if you don't fill it out, you could be fined. If you don't fill out the census, you will be issued a warning notice. Then you will be fined more than 200 Australian dollars each day until you complete it. Everyone who is staying in your household on census night must be included. This includes visitors and babies. You should complete the census wherever you are on census night. 
by all means, have fun with your household members as you complete the vital census questions. But heed warning, do not include any silly answers in your census data. Punishment for any silly or misleading answers is up to $2,200 Australian dollars in fines. More than 1 million Australians have already completed their census forms. Make sure you complete your 2021 Australian census correctly and on time on Tuesday the 10th of August. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa, Robbie's Modern Life, FBI Radio 94.5 FM, or streaming online, back on the podcast. G'day, my name's Robbie Armfield. With me are a few political analysts of great notoriety, Sophie Gordon. Hey, how you doing? Mitchell JC. Hey. And Bernie Bolge here for this last segment with us. Hey, hey, I'll be ducking out after this, but loving being here. Loving to have you here. And we've got some incredible stuff coming up on the show. You're going to want to stick around. Yeah, look, coming up just around the corner on today's show, we're going to be looking at England's answer to the Indian Mel Gibson. Yeah, that's right. You heard me right. The Indian Mel Gibson, England's answer. Fans of Hacksaw Ridge are definitely not going to like it. So stay tuned because we're going to be chatting with the man himself, as well as his English counterpart in one of the most explosive interviews of 2021. It really will just blow your radio up. Mm, Plus, mm, we likey likey tacos and we hope you likey likey them too. We've got a few flavors, uh, flavor explosions to give away in just under 10 minutes time. Olden Paso Tacos are giving away 10 hard taco kits as well as 10 soft taco kits as well as five hard stand-up taco kits to RML listeners today. All you've got to do is listen carefully to the show. When you hear this sound, texting your name and preferred mailing address to 0409 945 945. The first people to text in will receive either a hard taco kit a soft taco kit, or one of the limited hard stand-up taco kits, courtesy of Olden Tapaso Tacos. Remember, keep those ears peeled for this sound. And you could win big. That's a huge prize. The big Olden Paso Tacos giveaway today. As you say, Mitch, people listen out for that special sound. We have 10 hard taco kits, as well as 10 soft taco kits, and the five hard stand-up variety to give away to a few lucky RML listeners today. Thanks for that update, Mitch, and stick around. Listen very carefully for Buenos Dias to win. It's the term on everyone's lips as well. Vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. As the question that keeps echoing, right? Where, where, where? Understandably, confusion and frustration are rife at the moment, and the discourse is struggling to maintain clarity, especially in Sydney. Many are turning to satirical news for updates, and the latest satirical joke is VaxKeeper. It's a humorous rework of the JobKeeper initiative mixed with the horrible handling of the vaccine rollout, specifically regional NSW uh, residents' inability to keep their vaccine bookings in favour of urban HSC students skipping the queue and stealing their much-anticipated jab. VaxKeeper is the latest joke, and mostly everyone finds it funny, but will it sustain its humour? There are calls to transition to VaxSeeker as its pun hinges on a longer-standing public phenomenon, namely the JobSeeker program. What's your opinion on this? What do you think? Let us know by texting in to 0409 945 945. Should we transition the joke Vax Keeper to Vax Seeker? And coming up, filmmaker Luke Jacquet on why he regrets making March of the Penguins 2. J'avais très envie de raconter la part océanique 
de cet animal. Dans le premier film, on n'avait pas pu, pour des questions matérielles, des questions techniques, observer euh, la vie du manchot dans l'océan. Là, on a ramené des images absolument incroyables. C'est une première mondiale d'un individu filmé d'une certaine manière pour arriver vraiment à embarquer les gens dans cette grande aventure qu'est la vie d'un manchot empereur. The French director famously caved to the frenzied calls from fans to make one more march. The reasons why he did it and the regrets that persist to this day might surprise you. Keep it stuck right here on RML. What's up, you f***ing cobbers? Australia Man Reviews back at it again with another f***ing video, this time on the 2021 Tokyo Olympic Games opening ceremony, postponed because of a global f***ing pandemic that just won't quit. To start us off, we've got a lone runner entering the stadium, possibly representing some kind of alone together bullshit from the pandemic. Then we see a female athlete running on a treadmill. What the f*** are you doing that for? No one is in the stadium. There is f***ing an entire stadium of free space to utilize. Use it. Some positivity finally, as the International Olympic Committee president delivers a speech to the completely empty crowd. With this year's motto being faster, higher, stronger, together. Sounds like some kind of Daft Punk B-side gone bad. The USA gymnasts are looking fly. Bloody hell, I'm hoping that I can stay up late enough to watch that. They've opted for f***ing wooden rings or some bullshit this time. Some kind of colour neutral crap. God knows why. And holy Think I'm ready to move to Tonga and change my sexuality because that flag bearer has got me at full mast. And what Olympic Games ceremony would be complete without the smooth, sultry sounds of the country's greatest export, Keith Urban. There's nothing much else to mention aside from the 1,800-strong drone fleet hovering above the stadium. That's it from me. I'll see you in the next video with VB and Snags. Hi there. Robbie's Modern Life, FBI Radio 94.5 FM. Such a pleasure to have you with us today. My name is Robbie Armfield. I'm joined by a few wonderful co-hosts today. Mitchell JC, Sophie Gordon, and Bertie Bolgi is actually stuck around, which is great. Uh-huh. Okay. So our favorite cafe, the Angry Brothers. They're in Annandale and they need our help again. Essentially, they're currently being plagued by brazen shoplifters who are stealing petty items from their cafe in Annandale. They have seen a 300% rise in criminal activity in the store over the last month, and things don't seem to be getting any better. Mitch, do they have CCTV of this at all? That's right, Rob. They actually do have CCTV, and they sent files of the shoplifters to their IT mate, Chris, uh, with a K, who, oddly enough, has identified the people's dating profiles on various apps. That's including Hinge, Tinder, eHarmony, the lot. 
And now we need your help to assist the brothers in their search for these criminals. If you come across any of these people on dating apps, please screenshot it, please, 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 and send to us so we can maybe get further information on their whereabouts, essentially. So this is a direct call out to you. If you're single or you're poly or whatever's going on, you're on the dating apps, please keep a lookout for these individuals because these are the petty thefts that are plaguing the Angry Brothers Cafe in Annandale. Now, we're not the biggest fans of these guys in a number of ways. They're pretty unsavory characters to come across, but we don't reckon they should be getting uh, thieves to this degree. So if you're on the apps, keep a lookout for these people. Here's the list of crimes and a little of these thieves' profiles to help you identify them if you're on the search for love on these online dating profiles. So the first one here, Bernie, is Ollie Kay. Uh, yeah, first on the list of Prims here, Ollie K, 26, Petersham. We've just got a little bit of info on each of them. Uh, it says for his profile, we won't get along if you, uh, and I, this, I assume this is some kind of hinge prompt system where you just have to finish the sentence. Uh, we won't get along if you, dot, 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 don't like dogs and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, I think that's the TV show there. So there you go. Uh, not much to go off, but if you see Ollie K, screenshot, send it in, please. Second on the list, Nathan, 20, and Nathan is a Libra. It includes in his profile. Uh, and he says, I am a regular at dot, 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 Angry Brothers Coffee. So that's looking pretty likely that he's one of the one of the crims. And as Bernie said, if you see these profiles on your dating apps, uh, take a screenshot. Or if you, if you speak to them, maybe ask them uh, some questions to confirm the identity and, or the crime. Yeah, it's funny to be asking for screenshots of what I imagine from this list is information they already have on hand, right? It is interesting, but it's what Chris, uh, the IT friend of the Angry Brothers, has requested we do. So I'm not sure what his process is, but I I do trust in their process. They've yeah, got a great yeah. uh, online ordering system at Angry Brothers Coffee. We're hands off. We just want to help these guys out. They're just an honest couple of blokes trying to run a quick buck, you know. So next up on the list here, here's a criminal that's been committing petty theft at Angry Brothers Cafe. This is Mark S. 42 Chatsworth. If you're on these apps, look out for this guy. His uh, bio is, I'm weirdly attracted to dot, dot, dot. Must be a prompt. Coffee is the answer. So as you can see there, he's loving to go to cafes. He loves to thieve shit there. We've got Lachlan F as well. He's 25. Kira Wee. Keep an eye out for this guy. Uh, the bio is typical Sunday. Takeaway brunch from Angry Brothers and Hangxiety. There you go. So he's a thief and he's got a drinking problem. The first pick is him holding a big fish in a poorly lit kitchen. So keep an eye out for Lachlan F25, Kira Wee. Cynthia D21, Atheist. Mitch, what's her bio? Yeah, so her bio is here for a good time, uh, not a long time, uh, and then a cheeky wink, and the answer is no, lol, keep swiping. That's what she's written there. Um, for her first profile pic there, she's got a wide smile with a lot of uh, teeth missing um, at the top of her mouth, um, so she should be hard to miss, I guess. I'm not sure if I fully understand their list because a lot of them are mentioning um, the cafe, Angry Brothers. Yeah. Yeah, the cafe itself, which seems odd to see from something that you're a regular at. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the mind of a criminal. That's all. No. And Robbie's modern life right now. FBI Radio. We're currently going through the list of crims that have been thieving from our favorite cafe in Annandale, Angry Brothers Cafe. They've got a swipe appeal here, trying to find the crims. So if you're on a dating app and you come across these individuals, screenshot them and send them to Angry Brothers Cafe at Annandale.com.au. Their IT mate Chris has sort of set up a system where we can sort of try and get 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 the pulse of where these people are at and maybe get some charges laid on them next up here we've got ray 30 
Uh, this guy's bio is, we'll get along if you love drinking out of the mugs I've pinched from various local cafes. That's so brazen, these people. We've also got Jenna H24 in Marsfield, so. Yeah, beach, sand, surf, friends. And if you also like a little shoplifting every now and then, I think we might get on. Haha, <laughs> need me a partner in crime with another wink face. Rob, they are so brazen. Uh, just like this next one as well, Sarah, who is 34, Bernie. Yeah, look, this one makes me think that they've surely got this as a public list somewhere because uh, some of these profiles sound like they're trying to... It's kind of like uh, they're bragging about getting on this list. Um, Sarah, 34, has a bio that goes... Uh, just a warning for language here. F*** y'all at Angry Brothers Cafe, the c***s. F***ing got a most wanted f***ing bounty on me. Uh, and look, the first photo, she's pointing with a middle finger at the Angry Brothers swipe appeal post on a phone. So there you go. Uh, covered in tattoos, very distinct ones too. A foot-long tattoo of the clown from It on on her left arm. Charizard from Pokemon ripping the head off Tony Abbott printed across the top of her chest as well. Um, so keep an eye out for those. Screenshot, send it in, and Chris will do the rest. Uh, in Blacktown here, 38, Liam P., so keep an eye out for this fella, Liam P, 38 in Blacktown. I'm basically addicted to frozen yogurt and stealing shit, he writes in his bio. Also don't mind orgasming. Swipe me if you're down to f- and steal. Jesus, these guys are brazen and they're disgusting. We've got Jared O as well, 18. No late, no location specified here. The bio though reads, hey, made the wall at Angry Bros. Ha ha. F***ers hate me there, I guess. Scored a couple keep cups from the counter. So easy to steal the bespoke beans as well, eh? Just sitting there by the entrance, the dumb c***s. The language here is obscene. Uh, and their, their, their pride at being thieves as well really rubs me wrong. Look, I'm not, a big, I'm not the biggest fan of Angry Brothers. Like, they can be sometimes a bit uh, full-on as, as, um, as uh, employees, but uh, their customer service isn't always the best. But, look, they don't deserve this kind of stuff. So, we've got to get these guys. She flip flops, fucking hit your bitch in my socks. This a big watch, diamonds dripping off of the clock. Pull the six out, winter time, dropping the top. Give it to they pussy ass, turn this shit up a notch. Gucci flip flops, make a kick rock. It's a big clock. Check the wristwatch. How many people do you live with? How old's your baby? Is anybody in the house? Speak Japanese. These are the kind of questions that the census asks every five years. With just one more sleep till census night, Australians around the world are understandably excited. But for some, the bad memories of the last census in 2016 are still fresh. With a shiny new online submission model, the Australian Bureau of Statistics was keen to gather stats about the country in a more efficient way. But when the census night rolled around in 2016, things started going wrong. The system has buckled under the pressure tonight. Of course, now would be a peak period as people get home from work, finish dinner and begin logging in on uh, or logging on in the hope of filling out their census forms. But the ABS, the Bureau of Statistics, has confirmed to us now that the website has crashed. It's census night, but it hasn't got off to a good start. The census website has crashed as people try to log on to complete the once every five year survey. At around 7.30pm Eastern Time, 
the website was taken down. This happened after a series of outages due to distributed denial of service attacks or DDoS attacks. But what did that mean? And who were behind these attacks? Confusion reigned supreme. We're here to explain and to discuss last night's census online form outage. I will be clear from the outset, this was not an attack. Nor was it a hack. But rather, it was an attempt to frustrate the collection of Australian Bureau of Statistics census data. These are word games. I mean, what we've seen clearly is an attempt to frustrate the census. But we need some clarity around what that looks like. David Kalish, the head of the ABS at the time, spoke on radio the next morning, saying the census website had been attacked by hackers four times and was shut down as a precaution after the fourth attack. Have we learned any lessons about the benefits and costs of hosting a census online? Or will we see more issues like this in the 2021 edition? Joining you now to debate the fine details, Mitchell, Bernie, Sophie and Robbie from Robbie's Modern Life. Live in the studio. Some cogent questions there. Some cogent questions there that you posed, Bernie. Have we learnt any lessons about the benefits and costs of hosting a census online? That 2016 attack left a lot of us frazzled. Have we learnt anything? Definitely did. Definitely left a lot of us uh, with trust issues. Uh, I mean, the ABS after that uh, attack came out and admitted to it and then gave people... I think it was maybe two weeks or uh, maybe even into September to finish their census, a lot of time. And even then, people had trust issues with giving their data up to the ABS because of these attacks. And so this year, uh, things are a little bit different. They might have learned uh, from these attacks, but it's still going to be all, pretty much all online these days. So it's it's a tough one. And as things keep going online, I mean, Mitch, you're our IT expert. Uh, I imagine as time goes on, these hackers and these sort of online criminals, their sort of modes of apprehending are probably going to get more advanced, right? Mm. Yeah, from what from what I know in the industry, yeah, you know, they're going to want to be looking to bump up their security. Look, I hope they have a more robust, uh, you know, security system and, you know, more servers to, uh, to deal with the, the huge influx of, um, you know, these potential hackers and attacks. Um, yeah, but I, I, I don't have much hope, to be honest, for, the, uh, for this, this census. Uh, it's it's important to note that um, this is obviously the the opinion of yourself, Mitchell, and not uh, our our broadcaster, Free Broadcast Incorporated (FBI), and also that no data was actually breached in the 2016 um, census, the DDoS attacks there. So that is the silver lining, officially leaked, um, and that is obviously just the the opinion of us as as independent uh, hosts, independent of the body we broadcast. We're independent actors here. And um, so we want to ask you, as the games expert, um, do you reckon we'll see more issues like this in the 2021 edition of the census? Look, I think the issues might be different here. We've got to think laterally. We've got to think outside the box. Maybe it won't be a DDoS attack this this uh, year with this edition of the census. You know, maybe it will be something else, something more sinister. We might be seeing a huge horde of hackers just really like refining their chops. Um, you know, in a way, 
that could be one of the offshoots, I reckon, of COVID is that we're all locked down and we're making these hackers more powerful by the moment. There could be a group of hackers larger than we can possibly imagine who have prepped their skills over the last year and a bit during COVID-19 because they have been able to go outside, preparing their skills for an event such as a hack on the census night. So it is it is scary when you look at it like that, that there could be a larger group, a larger cohort of hackers this time around. Something that comes to mind is, uh, I believe it's in Batman Begins or one of these sort of Christopher Nolan films where Batman is, I believe it's the in the story of Bruce Wayne that he at some stage has to stay in a cave for a long period of time and refine his skills um, such that he can then, uh, past the test of Raza Agul uh, and, you know, sort of don the, the famous uniform that we come to know and love. But, yeah, here's a clip. Interesting. Um, well, yeah, it's certainly up there. I mean, I think the most recent installment was my least favorite of the Batmans. I think it'd probably go for me. I'd say top, uh, Dark Knight, second one begins, third one, the rises one, I reckon. I'm with you there, Same. Robbie. Same. I think that's unanimous. What do you think, Mitch? Mm, yeah, you can't overlook um, Mr. Ledger's performance in that second one. Incredible. Actually, the uh, the... You guys remember that Thousand Eyes scenes, I think, maybe in the in the second movie where there's, like, all the computers and he's got, like, a whole map of the of the city? Um, he, he can just, like, see what's happening because of all the 5G. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm thinking maybe that's potentially going to tie into this whole, um, you know, into this uh, census night kind of thing, you know, like, is that the security system they're going to be working with? Is that what the hackers are working with to sort of bring down the system? Um, you know, it's scary to think about. I love that scene. Let's take a listen. Beautiful, beautiful, unethical, dangerous. You've turned every cell phone in Gotham into a microphone and a high-frequency generator receiver. You took my sonar concept and applied it to every phone in the city. With half the city feeding you sonar, you can image all of Gotham. This is wrong. I've got to find this man, Lucius. Buenos dias. At what cost? The database is now key encrypted. It can only be accessed by one person. This is too much power for one person. That's why I gave it to you. Only you can use it. Spying on 30 million people isn't part of my job description. The Batman Collection. Proudly sponsoring Robbie's Modern Life.
Billie Eilish is back with a new album, including tracks such as Bossa Nova Billy, Salsa Billy, Rockabilly Billy, and Boom Bap Billy. The sultry teenage sensation has provided us with the summer bops that we deserve this 2021. And Kane West fails to deliver once again. The hip-hop megastar's highly anticipated album Donde has been generating hype for months now, escalating these past few weeks as the album is now at least two weeks overdue. Don't worry, Kane West. We've all been there. Who else can't hand in a uni assignment on time? <laughs> WAP turns one. It's had the baby shower, the gender reveal, the birth and the baptism. The next milestone is up. Happy first birthday, WAP! The song that defined our lockdown turn one last week and we couldn't be more thankful for its presence. The song's title, an acronym for Wet as Pussy, definitely turned heads on its release and continues to do so to this day. So what does Wet as Pussy actually mean? The first clue is in the lyrics. Throughout the song, Cardi and Megan discuss how they want men to please them using a number of sexual metaphors. The wet that the song's title refers to is the process of sexual arousal that occurs in people with vaginas, wherein it lubricates itself, denoting a readiness to engage in sexual activities. As well as raising eyebrows, the song also raised many questions. Referring to the song's lyrics, get a bucket and a mop for this wet as pussy. Conservative commentator Ben Shapiro even went as far as to say, my only real concern is that the women involved, who apparently require a bucket and a mop, get the medical care that they require. No need to worry, Professor Shapiro. It's not a medical concern. It's a totally natural part of physiological functioning, protecting the genital area from tearing or injury and keeping it nice and clean and moist. But if you weren't down there, it doesn't have to have sexual causes. Sometimes it just is. Or if it's the mucus type, it could be cervical fluid. Or another type of fluid that it could be down there is vaginal sweat. Hey, regardless, a big congratulations is in order to Megan The Stallion and Cardi B for a stellar year of their song, Wet As Pussy. Here's to you, on another edition of Music Bites on RML. Have you done your census? Well, if you haven't, you might want to bloody do it because serious consequences will result for you if you don't. Robbie's Modern Life, FBR Radio 94.5 FM. My name's Robbie Armfield. I'm joined by some great friends, Mitchell JC. Thanks for having me, Ross. Sophie Gordon. Pleasure to be here. And Bernie Bolgi. Hey, what's up? Still here. Here on RML, we are constantly browsing and refreshing the App Store to look for new and engaging apps and games for iPhone and Android systems. They're just so fun, and some of them have some really exciting little tidbits or ways of, um, you know, sort of exploring the world that you just wouldn't even have even thought of, you know, and some of them are quite cheap as well. Every now and then, though, we do come across some that are just so ridiculous. They defy belief. Ones that we've tested before on the show, uh, you may remember these. Why You No Game, Cheese Runner, Ad Runner, Water Slalom. Mitch, you loved Bike Rider. I loved it. A lot of in-app purchases, so much fun, quick. Time Warp 1999, another favourite. Statham Unlocked uh, a few years back. Marathon Light. Oh, Samurai Boss was one of my absolute favourites. 
There's so many other ones. Yeah, one you might remember that I loved in particular, House Runner. So much fun. And, and of course, uh, Font Collector, one of my all-time faves. DJ Game, who could forget? Yeah, that one was so weird. <laughs> Confusing, but uh, fun nonetheless. Addictive as hell. Also, you might remember Beer Drink, Epileptic Leprechaun, Cricket Heroes, Stick Guitar Player, Sniper Game Light. Oh, yeah. Frag the president as well. That was violent, but it was engaging. Mm. Oh, do you remember our dino voice? Yes. Yeah. And Italian war heroes. We had a lot of fun with that on the show. And squish yeah. Italian war heroes light. Mm. Squish the orange two is definitely better than the first one. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, um, I agree. Dino teeth yeah. cleaner, engaging for a little bit of time. Too expensive though. Too expensive. War runner, capture the beer. You might remember that one. Dance Evolution and my personal favorite of the ones we've, we've tackled in the past, War Temple. I just think it had so many errors, all crashed into one small temple. It was really interesting to see how that sort of would work out. I also loved Sniper Temple. It was it was a bit too easy, though, mm. uh, in my opinion. But um, Similar to Frag the President, I reckon. Yeah, both of them were quite easy. Um, but my probably my favorite one of the whole list, TV Remote. <laughs> Oh, so Classic. simple. Yeah, yeah. Very addictive interface. It didn't work, but fun. Uh, Olympic medal ceremony as well, actually. I just remembered that one. Yeah, that one worked for half the time. Try yeah. these glasses on. Um, we have for you now, though, right here on the show, FBI Radio, Robbie's Spot on Life, the details on a real, genuine app that has 35 downloads and zero reviews. It's $4.99. And so, no wonder so few people have downloaded this thing. The app is called My Own Little Landfill. Bernie, you had the privilege of sharing this app with us. I managed to scroll my way into finding this app on the App Store as I do on a Sunday night to find these apps. Um, My Own Little Landfill seems to be a thinly veiled propaganda piece for the use of landfill over green waste alternatives, believe it or not. You essentially create your own little landfill tip. And uh, if you guys remember the Facebook game Farmville, very Mm -hmm. similar, almost identical. I I swear they've ripped like the source code from it, uh, but kind of turned it into like these tip animations. It's landfill. And uh, it's shocking really that this got made. Mm. It's really it 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 would be funny and a fun game, but apart from the fact that it feels like it's propaganda for landfill. When you think of the most beautiful things, you don't think landfill, do you? You know, nah. So, but um, okay. So let's have a go at this now. So it's called my little my, my own, own little, little landfill. landfill. Sorry, my yeah. own little landfill. So you all right? We start up a game here. We've all got it on our phones. Start it up here. Yep, so it's single player, but also there are multiplayer elements to it, such as sharing uh, videos and images to each other, like a social network. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we, you can add friends on it. So, Bernie, for example, I can see your landfill that you've been working on right now. I can go yep. and visit your farm. I can send you gifts. We can trade landfill, things like that. Can I dump stuff into your landfill or it's not like that? At a cost, at a cost. Okay. But the but the objective of the game is to build your own landfill. Uh, your very own little landfill. Mm. Oh. So, by giving someone else your landfill, you would be disadvantaging yourself. You I want your see. landfill to be the biggest pile.
Buenos dias. If you heard that, if you've been listening closely, text in 0409-945-945, your name and ideal postage address, and you will receive an Olden Paso taco kit, either the soft, hard, or hard standard. We've got a few to give away today on Robbie's Modern Life. FBR Radio 94.5 FM is the show. Whether you're listening online, back on the podcast, we welcome you. We say hello to you. My name is Robbie Armfield. I've been joined today by some wonderful guests. Bernie, you've stuck around the whole hour-long show, and we thank you for it. Thanks for being with us, Bernie Bolgi. No worries. Thanks for having me, even though I've probably overstayed my welcome. <laughs> no, it's you've, you've had some Sophie Gordon. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for joining us. No worries. I'll hopefully be back the same time next week <laughs> to get me there, a puzzle or two, perhaps. <laughs> Here's a song. And Mitchell, JC, what a pleasure, mate. Cheers. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks for letting me air my, uh, my views. I know some of them are a bit unsavory, but uh, yeah. Anyway, so thanks for being with us and you can check us back out next week, Monday, midday till 1 p.m. And also jump online, Facebook, Robbie's Modern Life. It's a page run by Sophie Gordon. She does a wonderful job of keeping you informed of the latest updates there. Catch us back on the podcast as well. Robbie's Modern Life. Apologies for the delay on some of those. I'll get them up to date as soon as I can. Thank you for being with us. Goodbye. Head to the YouTube for the today's music video visual for the show. Follow us on Spotify. Like our playlists on Spotify. 